Welcome to Dynamic Destiny. I'm your host, Coach Pete Cafarcio. I love to help people discover their life purpose and make a positive impact in the world. Whether you have a global dream or just want to make a difference in your corner of the world, we'll help you get clarity on your calling and give you practical tools to get unstuck and accelerate your goals. Join me for this episode of Dynamic Destiny. Welcome. Hey, hey, my friends. This is Coach Pete. I'm so glad you tuned in. Hey, it's a snowy day here in New York City, um, but I'm glad to be with you. And I'm really excited to share some powerful principles and practical tips with you today. But first, our quote for the day. A person often meets their destiny on the road they took to avoid it. A person often meets their destiny on the road they took to avoid it. And that's from Jean de la Fontaine. He's a 17th century French poet and fabulist. A fabulist is someone who writes fables like Aesop. I love this quote. A person often meets their destiny on the road they took to avoid it. And um, for that it's, it's worthy of some, some deeper thought to meditate on, but that leads into today's topic. And you know that we're, we're talking about your destiny, how to uncover your destiny, how to get clarity on your life's calling, your life's purpose. And today we're going to talk about the fact that the clues to your future destiny can be found in your past. The clues to your future destiny can be found in your past. Okay, so um, let's uh, let's unpack that a little bit. We'll we'll talk about that conceptually, and then we'll take a break and come back and talk about practical ways that you can suss that out. So first of all, I want to just mention this: you can't be anything you want to be. That is, that's a it's popular, you know, positive thinking that oh, you can be anything you want to be. You can't be anything you want to be. Okay, you do not have the talent to pull off anything. Um, you don't have the experience to pull up anything. And I don't find that to be a super helpful uh, or empowering mindset. Now, I do like the mindset that to not focus on, on um, limitations, that you have the freedom to become all you can be. I love that. Okay. But just because you decide to be something doesn't mean you're going to necessarily go f- hit that. And I, and I'm running into a lot of younger people, and I say younger, even people in their mid-30s. Um, I think you, y'all, your generation uh, has had some icons and some stories told that are not super healthy. And like, I'll just pick on Mark Zuckerberg for one. A lot of people, I meet so many, especially guys for some reason. Oh, I want to be, I want to invent the next killer app or then I want to be the next Mark Zuckerberg. Well, you're not Mark Zuckerberg. You don't have the same wiring as he does and you don't have the same calling and destiny. And so we need to find out what's realistic based on your, your talents, your experiences thus far, your um, the passions that are in your heart, the the life situations that you've been through Um, all those things work together. And it's not a destiny. Like uh, some people think about destiny as the word fate. And we've talked about this before that it's a constraint and you're bound to hit this and it's pre-programmed and it's predestined. And this is exactly what's going to happen. A more helpful way to view this is there's a purpose for your life. 
Like God has a purpose for your life, not necessarily a plan, not a turn by turn plan, but a purpose. And there might be multiple ways to hit that purpose, multiple different plans. Okay. So you've got a lot of broad room based on your decisions and things, but you can't change your genetic makeup. You can't change your talents. You can't change your family of origin. All those things were given to you and they are speaking something to, to, to take you into your future. Okay. And it can be beautiful. It can be awesome. All right. But it does have limitations. Limitations are a part of life. Okay. And you can't just go be anything you want to be. So we're going to, the premise here is that some of the clues in your past are going to help uh, bring you into your future. So what we're going to be doing is thinking about times in your past that offered up those clues. Okay. And um, by looking backward, we want you to identify those and get some clarity. Okay. Because they point the way to your best chances at future success. All right. So, in one of the ways that you want to be thinking about that is thinking about your past experiences. And by the way, we're including childhood in this for sure. Okay. Because oftentimes, some of your, your most powerful uh, talents or what you have to bring to the table will manifest even when you're a young kid because they're just part of who you are. So looking all looking backward in your life, instead of, oh, I got to move on and I got to grow and I got to be something better and I've got to embrace the future. Yeah, we are embracing the future, but don't put an eraser on your past. We're going to go through your past and look through that looking for clues. Okay. So what you want to be looking for are, is what was significant to you. Okay. Don't necessarily think big scale. Okay. Don't necessarily think what was significant to other people or what did they deem significant. All right. I want to know what was significant to you. Okay. Not, not, did it have a big impact? Did it touch a lot of people? Was it significant for you? Were there times when you felt like you were in your zone? Okay. A time when you felt fully alive. I love doing this. Was there a time that you engaged in a certain activity or a project or a setting? It was really energizing. You actually got more energy out of doing a certain kind of work than you did when you, you know, than just mundane work. Was there an experience or a time that touched something inside of you when you're like, oh, I just, some people will say this, oh, I just had a sense that this was my destiny or my purpose. Okay. Was there something you tried it and it just came really easily for you? It just, man, you were just like a fish in water. It just, just came, came easily for you. Those are the kinds of things we want to be looking for. Um, I want to just give you a quick example from my own life. Um, uh, I'll set this up, uh, try to keep it somewhat simple. Um, there was a time when I was in high school, I was a senior in high school, and uh, I was very active in our music program. And I was in our marching band and our concert band. And then there was a select band called the Wind Ensemble. It's kind of like orchestra, but there was no strings. And um, there was this uh, plan to take our group and go tour China. But it was advancing very, very quickly. And a good chunk of the parents felt like out of the, out of the loop. And there was resistance to uh, taking this trip because they're, it was moving too fast. My dad was caught in the middle of it. Um, and... Uh, there, there was this like camps getting set up and I was in the middle, I was, I was between both these camps and I felt like, oh my gosh. 
And finally, it kind of hit ahead. And in the middle of a practice, our our, our band director uh, spoke up and, and, and started talking about it. And you could feel the tension and you could feel hurt feelings because people like momentum was building. I want to go to China. There's a people saying you can't go to China. And all of a sudden, I just spoke up and I I just said something about trying to help see both sides or advocate for different positions. I can't even remember what I said. And here's the point. Something just came flying out of me and it was eloquent. Like it was almost like I stepped out of myself and I was listening to myself talk like I was an observer. I wasn't even thinking about what to say in this eloquent listing of a position and helping people understand you know, and positioning things and it was done calmly, but yet with, with real clarity. And it was a moment for me that I was like, I love to speak and I love to help people understand things. And it was almost, again, it was almost like I was watching myself talk. That's, that was my moment. That's not your moment. It was super, super specific, but were there ever times like that when something just jumped out to you in your own life? Maybe you're in sports and you're like, hey, you know what? We were in this game and I I lost track. I wasn't even concentrating on the game, but I was just in my zone. Maybe played basketball and I was just hitting point after point after basket after basket after layup after layup. And I just knew where all my team members were and I was passing and it was like magic. And athletes call that being in their zone. Okay, it's almost like you're, again, it's like you're watching yourself play. And by the way, practice really helps a lot <laughs> to get into that place that you've developed your skills. Okay. These are certain kinds of moments. There's plenty of other ones, but these are the things I want you to be looking for in your past can be a clue toward your future. Um, so what I want to do is give you one uh, exercise that you can use to help to highlight those things and to start to see if there's some patterns that will point their way the, the way toward future success and toward your future destiny. We're going to take a short break. And when we come back, I'm going to lay out that method for you. And I'm also going to tell you some stories of other people who have walked through it. Hi there, Coach Pete here. And I'm so excited to tell you about a new course that we just released, Decoding Your Destiny. Over the past 20 years, I've worked with hundreds of people to curate the very best tools that will help you get more clarity on your life purpose and calling. The course uses eight very easy to follow short videos and online fillable worksheets that help you record your answers and capture new insights. You're sure to get greater clarity on your life purpose and know specifically how you can make the best difference in the world. Go to PeteCoaching.com and look for online courses. I can't wait for you to get greater clarity and understanding of your destiny. Okay, welcome back. This is Coach Pete. And today we're talking about finding clues to your future that are hidden in your past. And in this segment, I want to give you a practical exercise that you can use. Now, um, I want to give credit where credit is due. I picked this exercise up from a book, a career search book called What Color Is Your Parachute? And the author's name is Richard Bowles. And uh, this is one exercise in there. Um, I found it to be super helpful and enlightening. And I, I do this with a lot of my clients. And it's a, a simple five-step process where uh, 
you can look at times in your life when you felt like you were being successful or making being uh, having an impact and looking for patterns. So let me walk you through this step by step. The first step is identify a situation from your personal life history where you felt a sense of accomplishment and satisfaction. Okay. Now, accomplishment to you. It doesn't have to be other people all thought that it was a great accomplishment. Was it important to you? You felt good about it. You felt like you achieved something. You felt some satisfaction. We're looking for um, a situation, like more like a project. Don't think like, oh, I graduated from college because that took four years to do. Do something a lot shorter. Um, you know, uh, you know, maybe some team involvement in a sport or a project that you worked on, or if you fixed something, I, I, you have to fill in the blanks. But think about something you did that when you were done, you felt a sense of accomplishment or satisfaction. And I want you to write a short story. Don't get intimidated by that. Um, that tells that that tells me that that story. We're talking three to four paragraphs max. And use the following format. The first paragraph just tells what did you want to accomplish and what challenge did you face along the way? Okay, so I wanted to build something and I had a challenge. I didn't have enough money or materials, um, and but I still really wanted to build this. Okay, uh, for example. Second, uh, tell me the second paragraph, a description of what you did step-by-step specifically identifying the skills and the talents that you use to accomplish this. So just say, okay, if I was wanted to build this thing, well, I found a way to get some cheaper materials. I borrowed some tools from somebody. Um, you know, I, I raised some money, whatever. Uh, this is your story. Tell me step-by-step step what you did, how you did it, and remember the skills and the talents that went into accomplishing that story. And then the last paragraph is simply, Give me a description of the result. What happened? How did it work out? And why did that feel so great to you? Okay. Again, focusing more on skills and talents, less on feelings. And you don't have a whole lot of detail in there as far as the, the rest of the situation. Okay. And if those results can be measured in any way, go ahead and give the specifics on that. And the last step is just give that story a title. Okay. That's your first step is write out that short story. Second is you want to go through that story then because it's written down, it's captured, it's out of your head. Highlight or circle all of the words in that story that identify a skill or a talent that you used. Okay. In as, as you accomplish something. Okay. And then just get another sheet of paper and just make a list of all the skills and the talents that you used. Pretty simple. The third step is you're going to write some more stories. And for each story, you're going to use the same format that I described before. And then you're also going to highlight the skills and talents that you used. And you're also going to translate those and put them on the list. Now, if one of those talents or skills is on your list already, just put a check mark next to it. Just put a check mark. You don't have to rewrite it a second time. Um, okay. So maybe you were really good at carrying. Uh, for kids, um, you were really you, you, just uh, real natural for that. If that shows up in more than one of your story, just put a check mark next to it, and you're going to start to to uh, see some check marks uh, listed um, along one side one of those talents. Okay, the next step, step four, look for patterns. Okay, you, by this point, you have done a lot of the hard work. Oh, by the way, I would say 
if you're really going to do a good job of this, you should probably write out a total of seven stories. That's not going to be trivial, but it's really worth it. The more stories you write, the better your results on this are going to be. You can't just write two stories, right? So think about writing five. I'd say five is a minimum. And again, just a few paragraphs each. It doesn't have to be long. All right. Now you're going to look for patterns. Which skills on your list have the most check marks next to them? Okay. Right. What are the top 10? The top 10 skills that you have that have the most check marks. And, uh, um, you know, highlight the top 10, or if you've got one that maybe doesn't have the, the, the most check marks, but it's one of your favorite ones and you really like to do it. And you want to do more of that. That's fair game too, but list the top 10. And um, then uh, finally, just the other thing you want to look for is were there other patterns or commonalities in your stories? For instance, um, if you had one skill over and over, but there was, it really shows up best in a certain physical setting or maybe under a tight deadline. That's when I do my best work is I know how to rally people and, and, and hit a deadline or in the middle of, of uh, chaos, I can see right through things and tell people where to head. And I really like to take charge and, and provide leadership that way. It might be the opposite. It might be, Oh, I only do well when somebody else already started a project and I'm there to finish it and take it to the next level. I can't answer that, but think to see, are there other factors around those skills and talents that you use that seem like they're a pattern? If there are, go ahead and add that to your, to your list of top 10 and giving some, um, some specifics. Uh, for instance, like the skill might be you're a good listener, but if you add some insight uh, to that, it might be, I'm a good listener to people who are in crisis and have a hard time trusting others. If that shows up, okay, do you hear the difference? Good listener versus I added that that color to it. That's it. And if you can go through that exercise, and again, it's, it's, it's some work, but you will now discover, wow, it's like this trail of uh, clues all throughout my history. Wow, look at this. When I feel really good, when I'm doing some of my best work, look at some of the skills that keep showing up. Look at some of these talents. If that's the case, and they keep repeating, guess what? They're going to continue on into your future as well. And so when you're thinking about your destiny and you're thinking about what do I really want to go for next in my life, take a look backward, see where those patterns are leading, because that is your, your past is telling you something. Hey, this you're exceptional, you're special. And especially when you use these skills and talents in these kinds of settings, this is where you do your best work. That's your best chance. Staying in that lane is your best chance of doing success in the future. Now, um, you know, in this, in this uh, series, we talk a lot about having other people speak into your life. This one might be another good chance. After you write out your stories, have somebody else take a look at it. They might see some skills that are implied that weren't really uh, implicit. They might be more implied um, and they could give you some more insights. Um, or if it's somebody who's known you for a long time, they can tell you some other things that you might have missed. Okay, so get a couple other people to take a look at it. I do want to tell you a few stories of my clients, uh, my coaching clients that I help uh, with some career transition. That's not the only kind of coaching I do, but when I do career transition coaching, I usually have people work through this exercise. And the first gentleman I want to tell you about is his name is Jim. Now, 
Um, same thing with blind spots. Sometimes people are so close to these special talents and skilled and they take them for granted and they don't realize they're exceptional. Jim wrote out these stories and we started to see a pattern that he did his best work when he was had a lot of responsibility and other people relied on him. That made him feel really special and wanted. And also another thing we uncovered is that he really valued and wanted some recognition. He didn't have to be the top dog on the org chart, but when he did, and he was a really great worker, really hard worker. He saved a lot of people's butts um, in projects. Uh, he was an, he was a leader in, in IT management. Um, super, super great guy. Um, but as we went through these stories, he started to see this pattern like, oh, you know, I ran this whole department. I solved some problems. And he was a real team player, too. It's another thing that came out of this. He was rolled up his sleeves and uh, got a whole team to, to move forward. Well, he got a lot of great insights from that. Also realized why he was super uh, unfulfilled in his current job because he wasn't getting any kind of that recognition and people weren't trusting him and relying on him to be responsible. And uh, he made a change. He got a new job and he loves his new situation because they're giving him a lot of responsibility. A lot of people are relying on him and he's kind of getting the recognition that he wanted. So that, that was great. Another one of my clients, his name was Isaac. Uh, Isaac was one of these guys that, uh, that I mentioned a little earlier in the, in the podcast. He's a young guy in his, in his early thirties and every, all these guys are thinking, I got to be an entrepreneur. I want to make a ton of money. I want to be an entrepreneur. Well, we read through his stories and there wasn't an entrepreneurial, I mean, he can sell. So that's awesome. But not like starting brand new things and building up companies and positioning uh, things. And so the more we looked at it, where he's getting these successes and hits all over the place was when he could rally a team. He could, he could build a team up, rally them around something, get involved and lead by example and develop the team. Really like a real hands-on manager and he was exceptional at it. And over and over again, we saw these stories where he was hitting it and getting great results and his team would then like exceed their financial goals as a team in the companies that he worked at. And so Isaac was a little frustrated because he thought he had to go start a, something out on his own, but really... The clues from his past were saying, hey, Isaac, you're going to do best if you're with a team and you're leading a team. Um, and the kind of leadership was uh, leading by example. So hands-on, roll up your sleeves, lead by example, not figurehead leader. A lot of big clues there, and it's really helping him um, sort through things. Uh, finally, I'll tell you, another guy was also a pro, uh, an IT in, in the IT department. Uh, his name was Mahesh, and he was... Uh, you know, thinking about what, what should I do? I'm in midlife. I want to make some career changes. We wrote, read through his stories and there were some real common themes. One of them was, he was really good at problem solving larger com complex systems and perfecting them, like realizing, hey, these, there's some things that are a problem here. Let's go fix this. Let's take it to the next level. Let's make it really, really great. Over and over again, he had that ability to do it. Also, he was a real peacemaker. So when there was contention or uh, on his team, you know, there was, there was people kind of like not on the same page or fighting against each other or maybe fighting with management. He had this ability to kind of stay the course, keep everybody focused on the, the long-term vision. And he's just got this personality that's just really resilient. And he could just bring this peace to the people he was working with and get everybody on the same page and keep the project moving forward. One of the problems in IT 
um, actually across all corporate America is a lot of people like leave their jobs and they bail and, and, and they quit. Well, he had this reputation that people just didn't quit his projects because they really liked working on him. So he didn't necessarily know that until we looked through these stories and we started to see this pattern. Well, now he's able to position himself for his next job as highlighting these really exceptional skills and talents that he has to be, uh, you know, problem solving, perfecting, and a real strong, uh, keeping his teams intact and, and, and on, on focus. All right. So those are just some stories. I'd love to hear what your story is. So it's time for the Make It Real Challenge. Okay, here's the challenge. I just want you to write the first story and identify the skills. That's it. Now, Pete, why do you bring up Make It Real Challenge on every uh, podcast? Well, here's why. Action breeds clarity. You could be listening to this. Maybe you're driving. Maybe you're at the gym. You're doing other things and you like what you're hearing. But Look, guys, it's just knowledge. It's going to go in one ear and out the other. You might forget about it in a couple of weeks. But if you take action, and I try to give you a simple thing that you can just move on, take action. That's what's going to make it real. That's where you're going to get transformation in your life. And it's what's going to move you forward to the next level. So make it real challenge on this one. Write out one story. Identify the skills that are in it. Now, I want you to see patterns. But if you just write that one story, you're probably going to get some momentum and maybe hopefully start writing some other ones. Hey, let me know how it goes. Write to me, askpete at petecoaching.com. That's askpete at petecoaching.com. I'd love to hear how that works felt for you. I'll even take it a step farther. If you write some of your stories, I'll even give you a free uh, 20-minute coaching session where I'll take a look at your stories with you, and we can identify uh, some of your exceptional skills and talents. All right. Hey, in summary... Um, this is uh, another way that you can figure out your destiny and your calling is the clues to your future are hidden in your past. And there's ways to, to make them come forward so you can see, uh, see where you should be heading. Uh, I want to repeat our quote for the day. A person often meets their destiny on the road they took to avoid it. A person often meets their destiny on the road they took to avoid it. And that's by Jean de La Fontaine. So, um, hey, this has been Coach Pete. I'm so glad you joined us. And remember, you really are God's gift to the world. We need you to be the best version of you that you can be. Bye-bye. Thank you, my friend, for joining me on this episode of Dynamic Destiny. As a reminder, you can get more free tools and downloads at PeteCoaching.com. Let's continue the discussion. Write to me with your questions and feedback. Ask Pete at PeteCoaching.com. Be sure to tell your friends and please leave a five-star podcast review. I can't wait to have you join me next time on Dynamic Destiny.